bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Back here with the road to Shreveport. We got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Chris Sneed with you until uh, 3 o'clock today here on 100.7 The Score. We appreciate you joining us. We'll uh, get some more of your thoughts and comments from the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. So, uh, as I mentioned, if you're just joining us, uh, someone asked Jamie and Clint at the end of the show what their bowl records were. Uh, Clint said one and zero, and Jamie said six and eight. So he's got a sub five hundred record. But he was there last year mm-hmm. and uh, and helped that record out a little bit with the Texas Bowl win. So what do you got? I have attended in person sixteen bowl games. Sixteen. Okay. I would guess you my are. first my first bowl game was the ninety five Cotton Bowl. I have a record of nine wins and seven losses. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay, I was on quite a streak there for a while. Winning or losing? Winning. Oh two, oh three, oh four. But yeah, six. That was a pretty good little streak there. So I was I was one of the few in in attendance for the Tangerine Bowl. Was there too? Yep, me and my my roommate Stupid Eddie, my my college roommate Stupid Eddie, Stupid Eddie, um, he calls me up and and we went to because uh, I was I remember it was December twenty third, so we we drove he picked me up we drove to Oklahoma City caught a direct flight to Orlando, watched the game, stayed in a no-tell motel, and caught a five a.m. flight back, and the five a.m. flight was delayed on Southwest. Because the the plane that that we were flying in on happened to be used as the team charter the night before for Texas Tech. Okay. And they said that plane was destroyed. <laughs> well, that's great. So, uh, mine is uh, I've been to a lot less bowl games than you guys. Mm-hmm. Started with the O two Tangerine Bowl. That was my first bowl okay. game to go to. That was still maybe my favorite just because it was the first, and it was a lot of fun. Plus, the, the trash the Clemson fans talked before mm-hmm. the game. Oh, dude. That... We rode on, a, like, a little bus, parked yeah. somewhere else, and rode a bus to get up to the stadium. And, man, they were very confident that they were going to oh. wipe the floor with Texas Tech. There was, I think there was, like, 50,000 people there, and about 48,000 of them were, were There were a lot Clemson of Clemson fans, fans but it was, a, uh, it was a fun game. Uh, then my next one was the... Oh five, oh six, Cotton Bowl, mm-hmm. not a good one there. No, oh six, Insight Bowl. I was there. That was uh, a lot of fun. On Run that to one. the A, Antonio Huffman with the uh, yep. interception return for a touchdown. Yep. Was it a fumble return? I think it was interception. I think it was an interception. I think rumbling into the end zone, and that's when we knew we're going to win this game. Yep. <laughs> and then the uh, oh, it says oh, it says ten, but that wasn't ten, was it? Uh, Valero Alamo Bowl. It was it was oh nine, but it was played on January first. I thought it was December thirty first. No, it was it was a New Year's Day game. Was it? Yes, okay. because uh, I remember that. The reason I know this I is because the night before we were staying in the hotel downtown, and if you were on the right side of the building, you got a fireworks show out your window. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't. I guess I didn't remember that one being New Year's Day. Yeah, it was a New Year's. Uh, yeah, New Year's Day. New Year's. So that one, and then uh, twenty twenty two Texas Bowl, of course. So four and one record for me. Okay. Yeah, my losses: ninety five Cotton, ninety eight Independence Bowl, of which the uh, one of the linebackers from uh, Ole Miss in that game is the umpire on my SEC crew, Walt Hill. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And. Um, uh, oh, one Alamo Bowl mm-hmm. lost to Iowa. No, is that Iowa? Yeah, we play Iowa. In the, yeah, that's a 28 nothing loss. That's correct. Wait, and, was it? Yes, that's a 28 nothing loss. Oh, because we had a last second field goal loss to them, too. Yeah, that was in uh, let's see. No, wait a second. You're right. That's the uh, was that a last second field goal loss? That's the uh, no, uh, this was the 1916 loss. So 1960. That's the last so that second field goal. Second. Yeah, that's this is the year. So at one point, Texas Tech because it was the uh, the 97, the 97 Alamo Bowl that we lost 28 nothing. 27 nothing. Yeah, 27 nothing. There you go. So that was when Byron Hanspard was uh, not going to play because he was going to prepare for the NFL. He was way ahead of his time on that. Well, it's, that 0.0 probably had something to do with it too. Well, so, we weren't going to talk about that. But. I mean, but anyway. Um, that year, that's the year that Kaylee was born. All right. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, Shelby was born in 01. Yep. And so we had a run where oh. when we were when we were having kids, Tech was in the Alamo Bowl and losing, losing to the Hawkeyes. Losing to the Hawkeyes. <laughs> and so we're like, okay. Yeah. Uh, then let's see, uh, 06 Cotton Bowl, the 09 Cotton Bowl, 15 Texas Bowl against LSU. Yep. To this day. To this day, you gotta you gotta stack the box and and make uh uh and make uh Leonard Fournette, you know you can't give him the yards. You gotta you do that and you win the game. But we said no, we're gonna we're gonna run it straight up. And then uh, Brandon Jones just uh, I said you gotta you gotta make that guy beat you. He couldn't he couldn't throw the ball. And of course the seventeen Birmingham Bowl. Uh, all right, so to the. Oh, actually, before we get to the Yates Flooring Center chat line, I believe uh, Brennan has a play of the day. Rushing four, dropping seven is not working. Ningle is one of their stars of their win in the big game against Stanford, their arch rival. He had a 12-yard sack and a forced fumble in that game. Deep throw, there's the catch. He may run away this time. Joel Falani, touchdown, Texas Tech. 60 yards. Third touchdown throw of the night for Cumbie. 32nd of the season. What a great night that was. That was a fun night. That yep. was a fun night. Uh, Good pick, Brian. The, the Cal fans that day were as arrogant as I've ever seen. And the, the Cal fans at the 10th. I remember being at dinner the night before in the gas lamp district and, and sitting across and this guy said, hey, you know, he's, he's tapping on his shoulder. He goes, hey, you guys got a nice little team, you know, and it's just, you know, but we should, we should probably be in the Rose Bowl right now. We got, we got hosed up. <laughs> and, you know, I said, you know, and, and I said, yeah, well, we're, we're looking forward to playing. And she goes, well, he goes, no offense. I don't think it's going to be close. Well, oh, yeah. this is why I know that the football gods are Texas Tech fans sometimes. Sometimes. We're riding the train back. To the hotel. You were with him. That guy was sitting, him and his son were sitting across from us in that deal. And I looked over to him and I went, I tapped him and I said, you were right. Wasn't close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That guy 
You can you kind of you see him cussing me under his breath. boy, like, you're right, dude. wasn't close. wasn't close. Yeah, that's uh, that was a satisfying win. Oh, but that was that was as far as just like satisfaction on on wins. Mm-hmm. The the Clemson ones up there because of the arrogant fans. A lot of times it's it's shutting fan bases up. It really is. Um, in in bowl games, that one uh the. Definitely the Holiday Bowl. I'm trying to think of other ones that are just really satisfying. I don't know if you have any more that kind of fit the in that Gator category. Bowl. 08 Gator Bowl. Okay, yeah, it was Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Those guys. I mean, because there was not a person in the world that picked us to win that game, and we went out there and just. I mean, you didn't dominate Virginia, but you. No, but one. You on there. I almost got us a penalty that that day when we kicked up field goal to go ahead. I ran all the way out past the numbers on the sideline. Oh. I was at the opposite end of the field, though, and the official didn't see me. Or I was sitting there, and, there and of all the people, you know, our spirit guru, Stephanie Rode, was the one that reminded me to get off the field. Hey, bro. Hey, look at me. Look, look at me, look, Sneed. Look at me, Sneed. Get off the field. And I was like, oh, my Come God. On, bro. And I was like, thank God they kicked it at the other end of the field. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Sneed is Sneed's favorite coach as well on his way to winning a state championship game right now. Chris, uh, found, Chris found him a coach he wasn't good enough for. Okay. Huh? I, don't know what the, I don't know. That's what the chat line says. So, uh, good for Seth Parr if he's going to win that championship. Yeah, good, good for him. him. Seth, yep. I mean, I don't think Seth Parr was a big fan of me. <laughs> but it's okay. I, I don't mean, think. I mean, I think, hey. Congratulations, Coach Parr. You know, yeah, that's, no, congratulations on your first uh, state championship game. Uh, call me when you get your second one. I'm, I'm glad we'll be even. Gonna get it. Then we'll be even. So uh, now, Parr, I think Parr's probably a bigger hater of, of, of oh, Rose that guy He's, than any person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, he never probably, met an official. Probably light. <laughs> you know, it was pretty satisfying. No, I'm not going to say that. That's not good to say. I was going to. Nope, hold it. I'm, hold nope, it. I'm not going to say it. You can hold all you want. I'm not going to say no, it. No, I'm saying you hold it. Yeah, I, I need to I'm, hold that in. I'm I need... with you on this one. <laughs> That's... I want you to, you know. Uh, congratulations for uh, for your state championship, Seth. I mean. Yeah, no, that's great for him. Uh, lots on the chat line. We'll continue to get to some of that. Kaylee's Daily coming up next on 100.7 Score. Getting to the point. But taking the scenic route to get there, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. To joining us on this Friday, you're listening to the Bottom Line portion of our uh, Road to Shreveport coverage. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Choice Woodman in for uh, Clint today. Chris Snead going to full three as we're here in uh, actual Bossier City. I don't think people care which side of the river we're on. We're just here because we'll have game coverage for you. Starting with Optimum Game Day Live tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We'll take you all the way through the game on Double T 97.3. Um, appreciate all the uh, participation, thoughts, comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. There's a an actual question about the uh, game in a moment. Um, I had something here. Oh, yeah. I figured uh, you need some some freshness in your life, Snead. Okay, I will, I can. While you're looking for that, I can tell you this: uh, uh, Baylor, Baylor has a the bears. They they have a bear habitat in the middle of their campus. 
Okay. Which is actually uh, American Zoological Association accredited. Okay. Kind of like the same way that uh, LSU's habitat is. Yeah, yeah you can on their you campus. can have those things. They're just, I mean, they're your live mascots, but it's basically you become a zoo. That's <laughs> what you you have to have accreditation to become a zoo. So, I guess for a horse, no need. Um. So, you, you know, Sneed, you you need to uh, avoid holding in sneezes. Did you know this is actually bad for your health? Really? Do you hold in sneezes at all? Um, my wife does it. every once in a while. I do. Wife does it all the time. I tell her it's bad for you. Remember when uh, Sammy Sosa did it and got back spasms and he was on the DL. For I a while? I have sneezed and injured my back. Yeah, he he did this. I think he was holding in a sneeze and he yeah. like got back spasms. Had to go on the DL for it. Yeah, I, I've heard of other things that have happened. Uh, but here's the latest in the uh, installment of why it's bad to hold in sneezes. A guy in Scotland. Was uh, had a sneeze while he was driving. Mm -hmm. uh, he was doing seventy on the freeway, but uh, this guy in his thirties, mind you, tried to hold in a sneeze, closed his mouth, pinched his nose, still sneezed, and it tore a hole in his throat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ew! That gives me the heebie. Yeah. Showed up at a hospital in severe pain. Scan showed that a two millimeter tear, so small, but a two millimeter tear in his windpipe happened. Eek. From the sneeze. Technical term is spontaneous tracheal perforation. Ooh. It rarely happens this way. Doctors say they could only find a handful of cases. Uh, he's okay. Didn't even need surgery. Uh, they gave him painkillers, and the tear healed itself in a couple of weeks. Ouch. So don't hold in your sneezes, kids. Okay. It's not uh, not ideal. All right, back to the uh, chat line. Texas Tech versus Oregon was like the Sneed versus Bullfighter race. I wasn't running from him. I was just helping him out by slowing down, and ultimately we ended up in the same <laughs> Okay. You're going to have to beat him or he's never going to shut up. No, don't worry. He, training? He got a he – it's coming. Okay. It's like I'm Dion, man. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming, man. Keeping receipts. Uh, they definitely would pick apart your schedule to favor an SEC team or a Big Twelve or a Big Ten team over a Big Twelve school. Yeah, they will. My my point is, right now, it doesn't matter what your schedule says. Uh, they're going to tell you the Big Twelve is too weak next year, regardless, and that you're only going to get one team in. Yeah, you're going to get the champion in. The, the it's basically, unless unless it's a a highly competitive league. And you have a you have a two undefeated teams playing each other in the championship game, probably. That's so. Uh, I think the only way you get in two teams is that, or the scenario we saw two years ago, where Kansas State beat an undefeated TCU in the Big Twelve championship. So K State gets the automatic bid, and then TCU would steal yeah. a a uh, an at large bid. Yeah. The, so. For the Big 12 to get two teams in, I think will be very rare yeah. in the near future unless things just happen to change. The problem for the Big 12 is that there are no more signature wins that that the that are looked at nationally from brand wins. Yeah, there's right? no name brand wins. You don't yep. have you don't have a Oklahoma. You don't have a uh, um, a Texas. Yep. I mean, because the brand name this year coming into the league outside of those two was TCU and yeah saw that they're they're watching you know they're watching the bowl special like everybody else um this one from the 
Gates Flooring Center chat line. Val says, I too don't gamble, but went to a convention in Reno, and you couldn't even get to your room unless you went through the casino. Yeah, that's the, that's the hard part. And um, in the off season, I went to a, uh, a football clinic in Vegas. Uh, yes. is in, and it was a little hard the, to find your way. It's in the Hard Rock Hotel without crossing yeah. uh, some slot machines. But it was a, it was it was in uh, what was it April June something like that something like that. It was, it was in the off season, well into the off season. Yeah, and it was. Zero, it was I mean, so uh, what position groups are y'all concerned about in the bowl game? I know there are several injuries and defections. I still think I'm a little concerned about the receiver group. You, you're going to be pretty thin there. Yeah, I um, mean, if you don't. You don't have much room for error there. So here, here's who hasn't essentially left you that had some playing time this year. You got uh, Coy Aiken. Mm-hmm. You got Xavier White, mm-hmm. which he'll graduate after this year. Um, you got Jordan Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you count Loic Bungie? Fungie is going to play. Yeah, he's going to play, and he's in the portal, but you know, you start hearing the rumors that he might be coming back. Yeah, I think you count them. I, I'm just talking about. I think this was specifically for the bowl game. So I mean, those you, those are three guys right there that that you're, you know, they someone in that in that's going to have to have a really good game. Someone of that of those four is going to have to have a really really good game. And remember, last in the in the what was it the uh, the coming out party was the uh, Liberty Bowl for Loic a couple years back. Yeah, it was actually. Loic had a good game. Jerron Bradley had a great game. Uh, I think both of the bowl games for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's not around anymore. I, I think disappeared during the regular season. I think receiver is a very fair one to uh, to toss out there. Um, pass catchers. If you want to group everybody in, you still have Mason Tharp and Baylor Cup too. So other but than I, that, I worry very little about those guys. I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see uh, some freshmen get some time. I think, and that's what happens in these bowl games because it doesn't count against your red shirt. Yeah. Um, so I think they're going to dabble in the freshman a little bit. Might as well. Why not? What do you have to lose? Well, you could get to a losing record. I mean, that's the gamble you take. If you're worried about not being six and seven, then don't play the game. Touche. Touche. I mean, that's what else are you going to say about it? Just go play the game. No, I go, go, go win the game. So, uh, let's see other receivers you have left on your roster currently. Freshman, freshman. Freshman, freshman. <laughs> uh, Drew Hocutt still around, so yeah. you have him. Um, Nehemiah Martinez is still on the list, but I don't know. Brady Boyd is around too. So, oh, oh, missed a big one. I guess I didn't say his name. Dre McCray. He'll. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll uh, be. He'll be a big one for you. So really, what I mean is, he'll, he'll is he really more of a pass catcher for you? I mean, I know he made some big catches and he and he. And he made some big plays at, at points. But for the most part, he's more of a – I think he's more counted on in the in the special teams game. I, and, oh, I think he, that's where he's bigger, been yeah. bigger for you this year. Yeah, and he's but been I, your best kick returner in a long time. Yeah, but uh, he's going to have to play a bigger role in in this game. Yeah, I mean, receiving yards, he had 500 or so yeah. this year. Um, well, that puts him near the top of the list. He's close. Yeah. He's close. So – He's he's still one of your better receivers. There's no question. So your starters will probably be Coy Aiken, Dre McCray, Xavier uh, yeah, Xavier White probably. Yeah. That's that's probably where you'll sit uh, going into the game. Um, other position groups, offensive line always a concern because you're just really thin there and you lost yeah, and that, you lost a starter in the second North biggest group. Yeah, of concern. Um, 
I don't really look at any other position group as a concern currently. I mean, yeah. everything else, I think Texas Tech outmatches Cal um, when you're just talking about full roster and better team, but they're not that far off. No, they're not. They're, these are, I mean, they're not mirror images of each other. I think you probably look at himself, quarterback's a wash, running game's a wash, um, offensive line might pick it just a touch towards Cal. I mean, but from a defensive standpoint, I think that's that tilts towards Tech. Yeah. Um, receivers uh, might tick towards Cal. towards uh, Cal a little bit. Yeah. I mean, but this is gonna be a very fairly even game. Y'all are uh, welcome to chime in on that or uh, whatever you want to. Snead brings us the question of the day coming up next on one hundred point seven Score. <laughs> Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Of your Friday, you're listening to the Bottom Line portion the Road to Shreveport coverage. We'll have Optimum Game Day Live for you tomorrow morning starting at 9 a.m. If you want to catch Sneed and I, an extra dose will be on uh, from 3 to 5 tomorrow from the alumni party going on yeah should be a lot of fun y'all come by and say hi if you are uh, making your way eastbound and down keep hitting us up though uh whatever thoughts comments questions you got bring those in on the yates flooring center challenge score predictions never too early for that so if you got those uh, you can pump those in for the game coming up tomorrow night an 8 15 kickoff between the red raiders and the cal the cow bears Cow bears. Let's uh, sneeze. Oh. All right. You got us uh, a question? Yeah. Let's go. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. Yeah. Choice. I am the football season genie. <laughs> okay. Always wanted one. Yeah. So uh, you can uh, you can rub on my arm here. Just rub there. I'm a little. There you go. All right, and uh, I like the feel of that. You do. The ribbing is yeah. very nice. <laughs> what? What is wrong with that set? Like that's what uh, that is, right? You yeah, call it ribbing. Yeah. I mean, just little. Sure, whatever. Um, you look like a skinny Michelin man right now. My wife calls this my stormtrooper shirt. Okay, that works too. <laughs> yeah, um, it's probably nicer than Michelin man's. Yeah, go on. Um, being the, I am the, uh, the football genie, you, you have now rubbed me and, uh, and I am going to grant you this. I am going to take away two of your losses. Oh my gosh. But in place of that, I'm going to trade it for one of your wins. What do you do? So you just you're giving me seven and five. Yes, but different. But but here's not all seven and fives are made the same. So I'd have to in order give up in, a win in order to in order you have to give up a to win to to gain two losses to uh, gain to, two to, to fix two losses. Okay. So which uh, and I could you know what? Break up. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change it right here. You're putting more. I'm going to yes. stipulations on it. I want to put the, these th- these stipulations. Oh boy, you have to. No, I'm not going to put stipulations. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take away. I'm gonna do this. No, I'm, I'm gonna take away your win over Tarleton State. Turn it into a loss. Oh no! You yes. can't do that. Yes. Which two wins do you want to trade it for? I don't know why I went Chris Rock on you there. Not Chris Rock. Uh, what's the dude from from uh, Rush Hour? Well, Chris Tucker. That's uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah. I kind you understand of the that. words coming out of my mouth. And you understand the words. Okay, so I I am taking away your Tarleton State win and turning it into a loss. But in its place, you get to trade it for two wins. Okay, there is zero question. I liked your first quarter, question better. Where okay, I get to well, pick. Well, because you get okay. I get to pick which one, which loss I'll hand over. Yeah. Uh, there's zero question that the University of Texas game is going to be one of those. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm turning that one into a win because. Well, how horrible it was and the memories that will always reside from that. It's just kind of throw it onto the scrap heap with several games that have looked like that. Maybe not that bad, but several that have looked like that against Texas. But, man, to send them out, you would have kept them out of the playoff. Obviously, there would have been a lot of fun to go with it. Um, That's the first one that I am turning into a win. Man. Conference, it's, tough. it's tougher than it, conference than it games matter more. Yeah, it's tougher than it seems. But man, I would have liked to have won that Wyoming game. It just it, it set the tone for the season in a wrong way. It really did. So yeah, I'm I'm very tempted at that one. Uh, very tempted at the West Virginia game, your first Big Twelve game that feel like you could have had back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the BYU one is just. I think you win that game several times over if if circumstances are different. Yeah. So Texas is one of them, and one I haven't mentioned after all that. Kansas State, <laughs> just see that's, get the monkey that's, off the it, back. That's interesting man. because you you think about it because if you look at it, when I thought about this, and I wasn't I, at first, I was just like, okay, we'll, we'll pick. And I said, I you know when, when I said you know do you take the Tarleton game. That's a, that's now a loss. Yeah, and now the two games I said were so Oregon and Texas. But then, do does the loss to Tarleton State offset as a win over Texas offset a loss to Tarleton State? Does a win over Oregon offset a loss to Wyoming? Because you're taking two big wins and you're offsetting them with really two bad losses. I think okay. So if you did it my way, go Frank Sinatra here, and you do it my way. Um, you would have a team with the Tarleton State loss that would be 0-4, mm-hmm. uh, assuming you, you'd have to start yep, 0-4. Start, you would start 0-4. So then if you're taking K-State and Texas, that means you are finishing the season winning uh, seven out of your last. With a really bad loss to BYU in there. Seven out of your last eight games with a bad loss to BYU. See, hey, I, I would take that. Not every, not every, not every seven and five is made the same. No, it's not. But man, if you finished on that kind of streak after a horrific start, start, I think I, the, I don't know. I think just, the answer to this. What's the right answer? Really? Because I mean, I thought there's not, a right answer. I think, I'm not giving up the. Oh, well, talking about giving I would, up. I would say that the right answer to this is Wyoming and BYU. Because it, it puts Those you in the games that you should have won. Exactly, exactly. It puts you back on the path to winning the games you should have won, and you still have a you still have a bad loss to, to West Virginia in there. 
But I mean, it's but that's more that seven and five probably looks more like the seven and five you thought you would have. If your question was how worded different on which games do you want back the most? No, no, I didn't want. I didn't, no, I'm, saying, one, I'm just saying. I started with that, and that's where I would go. But and you know, as the football genie, I'm I'm granting you. You genie. lose. You lose to to Tarleton State, and that's going to be a terrible loss on your schedule. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering. You know, does the uh, the yeah. Oregon win and the Texas win? Offset those losses. Brennan, what say you? I want I want the I want to change the West Virginia loss into a win and I'll take the Texas loss into a win. And I kinda like the idea of trading away that Charlton State game for a loss. I know you're losing to Charlton State, but what does that mean for you as Texas Tech winning those two conference games? against West Virginia and uh, Texas, you I think you might be in the Big 12 championship with that. Yeah, I didn't even think of that angle. Your, your yeah, record you're, yeah. put you close yeah. to it. Yeah, I could. So, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. This is going to be, I'm hoping, Sneed, after this season, we look back at this one and wonder what happened. Um, oh, and this is the anomaly. You're waiting to the end of the season to do that? No, no, no I'm saying like four years down the road after things are going well in the Joey McGuire era, Mm -hmm. we look at this one and say, man, you just had so much attrition. You, you couldn't put it together. Certain games. You're just going to always look at this as the question mark season. That's the hope Yeah, that you have a bunch of good seasons. And it's like, well, man, don't know exactly what happened. You had quarterback trouble. That's definitely something that happened. Um, But I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. We will see what, goes on after uh after this year first you got a bowl game and that thought of getting to seven and six is very very important you know you haven't had a coach on campus since mike leach start with two start their career with two consecutive winning seasons and that's what's on the line saturday for joe mcguire and texas tech bringing you the truth or something like the truth this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Boys Woodman, Chris Steed with you on the road to Shreveport. Glad to be part of your Friday afternoon's Bottom Line portion. Not your normal Bottom Line guys. I mean, Sneed is, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not usually not here right now. Not not at this I'm usually morning, sitting at my desk listening to the Fun and Frivolity at this point. Fun and Frivolity. Yes. I like it. Hopefully we have fun and frivolity tomorrow uh, on the football field. We will. Oh, I, I plan on it. Sioski, that weird bear of theirs. Golly. Someone, that's, talk about punchable faces. I mean, I think that face it's got been punched. punched. <laughs> like plenty of times. All right. Uh, Sneed, mm-hmm. Brennan, tell me I'm wrong. Is that not how this works? You just, no, that's good. You don't just tell me. Or you can say it and then say, tell me oh, I'm okay. wrong, say, hey, uh, my mind. Pineapple belongs on Pete. Just kidding. No. It- you are wrong. Oh, no. Oh, that is terrible. No, it is. It absolutely belongs on oh, Pete. That's not what Oh, gosh, no. Bro. No, bro. Pal. Look at me. Come on. No. But, sneak. What about Go me? On, look, what about me? Look at me. Makes look me at think me. that you want... <laughs> Me to have pineapples on pizza. No, my where you're you guys are wrong is you 
you shouldn't care if it's on my pizza. If I'm sharing that pizza with you, you don't have to like it. I don't. I don't, I don't want pineapples anywhere near pick them off. my pie. Pick them off, man. No, I don't use the Chuck Hines when cheese pizza. We're getting pepperoni. Take pepperonis off. Well, okay, no, pineapple does belong on pizza, no, but that's not where I. You're uh, wrong. Where I was gonna go. I have like a whole list of these. Well, then, then run one of them out there. Just, I'll tell you, you're wrong no, about the, that too. Like of non-sports ones, pineapple okay. belongs on pizza. No. Uh, Oh, you, you, yeah, salt, I would actually do a not sports one, yeah. Uh, salt belongs in the uh, shaker with more holes rather than the less holes. Pepper goes with the shaker that has more holes. Uh, I think you're wrong. You think I'm wrong I think your doctor it? would tell you you're wrong. <laughs> no. Are you a, are you a shake it onto there or are you a shake it into your hand and, and test it? What the heck is that? No, you shake it right onto the food. We, are you not a tester to see how fast it comes out? No. Oh, yeah. Just get after it, man. Yeah, no. See, that's the way you. That's the way you end up with a salt sandwich, right? Uh, there. Cancel the spell with two L's instead of one. Oh boy, I'm an English major. I should know this. You can do both. Yeah, I know. But but I always there's, go. There's an uh, accepted style. They're both accepted. But there's an AP style. AP yeah. is one L. Yeah, I was, sure. I'm thinking. I was trying to remember what. what AP is one L, but I I like the two better. Yeah. Um. There's so many of these. Well, pick, pick one and go with it, man. Run with it, man. All sodas are actually called Coke. Uh, if you live in Texas, yes. Yes, okay. Toilet paper uh, rolls don't actually matter whether it's on the front or the back. People make a big deal over it. No, it doesn't matter. Okay, good. See? Okay. All right, the actual one is uh, the Big 12 will be more enjoyable next season with the 16-team structure. More enjoyable and more entertaining. Yes. I I think that is correct. And I think that's correct because I think for the first time since 1996, and really since the first time since you entered the Southwest Conference mm -hmm. in, in 1961, you were playing on a level playing field where yep. no one team or teams have a a political, financial, or structural advantage. So I would I would wholeheartedly agree that it will be more fun because there are there have been years in the Southwest Conference in the in the Big Twelve First Edition Big Twelve Second Edition and, and even in the Big Twelve Third Edition with the new teams this year, this year where there there's no chance for some teams because they just don't they don't have the political clout the the financial clout the structural clout to compete. Because they're you're dealing with the 800 pound gorilla in Texas and its 600 pound cousin Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, you basically just you know, read from my notebook over here. On I did the reasons I, why. I, I oh, never, I, I never, oh, I didn't write it down. Never, uh, yeah, I'm saying those were all of my reasons on mm -hmm. why I believe this league will be a more fun and enjoyable league to participate in. I fully acknowledge that you're probably going to. Uh, have a much tougher time winning championships, not that you've ever done it before, but winning a, sorry, the real championship, the college football playoff mm -hmm. championship, or even getting into that boat, you're going to have a tougher time um, without having a blue blood in your league. Yeah. But man, it will be so, well, it's just such a breath of fresh air and I have to deal with those blankety blanks, specifically down in Austin and then 
than the other ones in Norman as well that, yeah. that ride the coattails of the one that's in Austin. Yeah. So uh, I mean, and I say coattails, fully knowing the ones in Norman dominated the league, and the ones in Austin just called the shots of the league. Yeah, which is which for the life of me, I can't believe Oklahoma allowed that to happen. I mean, they could have pulled an A and They sure could have. They, they could have, and they chose. But they, you know, they said, "Hey, wait, with those guys gone, there's no real obstacles for us to." Dominating this league, they yeah. you know they run Nebraska out, you run Colorado out, you run Missouri out, you run A out, and there's no real there's no real uh, obstacle for them to just uh, setting up shop in in the Big Twelve championship game. All right, they did. So uh, Sneed lost the game, from how I understand it. He didn't tell me I'm wrong. Brennan, tell me I'm wrong. No, I don't have. To... Yeah, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I think that is an accurate statement. I think. Next season, it's going to be kind of like the Wild West in the Big 12. There's not really anyone who's going to be like a super favorite to win this league. And I think it's going to be really fun to enjoy and watch. I think that's the other part is uh, uh, the the part with Texas getting to call all the shots has sucked so bad for for 20 plus years. But also, it, it it's kind of sucked to the for the most part, OU has just run run the show because they've had that inherent advantage yeah. that you've talked about. It is pretty wide open for anybody to yeah. to go take advantage of, and I, I think the parity of the league. What makes the NFL so fantastic? I mean, there's a lot of things, but the NFL is king because there's true parity yeah. in the NFL. You and really don't. You can think you have everything pegged in the NFL, and then did anyone think that Buffalo was going to go win the other day? Did anybody think what? <laughs> the Raiders were going to do what they did last night? Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, yeah, the Mountain West game broke out. Yeah, it, you, you don't th- expect things to happen the way they do in the NFL, and, and then it happens, and holy cow, parody's fun because we can't predict exactly what's going to happen. In my opinion, that's what a huge reason the NBA sucked so bad, um, really, when during the Warriors era, is because you could tell exactly what was going to happen I mean, you could write the script out before it happened. So yeah. I, I'm with you, you know, from a competitive standpoint. It's it, it should be a lot more enjoyable. It should be. You feel like you've got a chance because there are years when you just don't have a chance, yep. no matter what you do. I mean, this year, did you even if we had gone? Let's let's just say you went into Austin nine and two. Yep. And you know, all things being equal, did you do you think we would have had a chance in that game? No. I think we would have that score would have probably been the same. It We've was, taken some really, really good, talented teams into Austin and gotten beat by forty. And you know, there's some years uh, with the way Texas is playing. Unfortunately, they're they're playing like a national champion caliber team. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but they are playing like a team that could win the national championship. The last two weeks, who were they playing the last two weeks? Uh, Texas Tech and. Oklahoma State. State yeah. Who was the quarterback of Oklahoma State? I got, I got you. I mean, hey, that, guy, that guy said that's the Alabama I know right there. I'm telling you, Texas has lived up to its potential for the first time in 15 years for the last two weeks. They played one good team on their schedule all year long. Okay. And that team beat them. The, the folks out west think that they're a favorite this week, too. Next okay. month, this week, two weeks. Right. And those are the ones that... I don't think that's going to happen. Usually favorite. I hope, I hope you're right. I hope you get happen. to tell me that... That I'm wrong, but I uh, we'll see. Um, lots more on the chat line. 
it, I mean, let's face it. If Bama doesn't beat Georgia, Texas is going to the Sugar Bowl watching everybody else. Well, not the Sugar Bowl, whatever, whatever. They're just they're just in the near six, probably in the cotton. Uh, y'all chime in on that. Whatever else, ever else you want to. We'll have a most interesting fact of the day. 20 minutes away. It is the bottom line on 100.7 score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Part of your Friday, listening to the Bottom Line. Part of our Road to Shreveport coverage here from Louisiana. Getting you ready for uh, what we got on the docket tomorrow. Optimum Game Day Live. We'll uh, start at 9 a.m. We'll take you all the way through kickoff at 8.15, all the way through the game on Double T 97.3 as the Red Raiders take on the Cal Golden Bears, part of the Independence Bowl. A lot uh, that can happen in this game that really, I realize you're in a 6-6 six and six season. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. But in terms of just good feelings, you went through some crap, crap years uh, for about a decade there. Yeah, there was a, a decade of suck. Yeah, so you you can <clears throat> signify moving upward, moving in the right direction with a win on Saturday by getting to that seven-win mark again and getting winning con- seasons consecutively for the first time since 2000-2001 for a new coach. Mm. Uh, Mike Leach did it then. Um, the last time that Texas Tech I'm really the only other time in Texas Tech history that you won bowl games in three consecutive seasons was from 02 to 04, yeah. which that last one was against the Cal, Cal Golden Bears. That's right. So yeah. you won three in a row. And the previous one, uh, the year before that, was in the Houston Bowl, which is now the Texas Bowl. Mm. So you got some things going in that direction where you can continue some – some trends, and and you win three game, bowl games in a row again. And then the, the previous bowl, one but... was it a, a bowl game two states away? Flow rider? No, that's that's more like five states away. Yeah, no, that's quite. But yeah, I'm talking about Memphis. Close. Yeah. Well, you can get to Memphis going through five states, so you're just gonna have to loop around. Wow. <laughs> Take a long. Hey, we're gonna head up to Gallup, New Mexico. <laughs> cut across Kansas to no Oklahoma. Come back into Arkansas. Get to Memphis. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Choice, start to give time for you to give me my credit uh, for my tech degree as well. You're right, Justin. I'm sorry for – I did call Justin Aggie. He's He's got degrees from both schools, so we still love him as a tech guy. Uh, you aren't broadcasting, so what does his name matter to say? His number matters to the refs, not what? how to pronounce their name properly. That's uh, for Ugalele Lagalegalo. Oh, See if I mess you up. <laughs> DJ Uyangalele. There we go. I uh, There was a long time where I couldn't say Giannis Antetokounmpo's name. Antetokounmpo. Yeah. I, I got it now, but it was just... Uh, Women Yama took me a little bit as well. Albamahad. That was the second name in the ring ceremony this year. Okay. Albamahad. Well done. Uh, pineapple on pepperoni pizza only. Mm. And it's great. Oh! Uh, somebody just said, What? No, it's good. No, no. Pineapple, pepperoni. I love pineapple. I love pepperoni. I don't love pineapple and pepperoni. Pineapple, together. pepperoni, and jalapeno. Oh, oh, bro, come on. Oh, come on. It's good. Ugh. Pineapple, 
pepperoni and jalapeno. I may have that for dinner. I'm sorry. Hot in means hot out. Well, yeah. No. You just you, so many seeds. You make sacrifice. So many seeds. That picture popped up on my time pop the other day. You're making fun of me. Remember your your uh, oh, I remember. Your, your habanero ghost pepper or whatever. I don't know. I was speaking gibberish quite yeah, a bit during that. Uh, I I remember. I I. I spit out the water I was drinking when you said that. <laughs> there were so many seeds, so many seeds, and then and then Banjo Bob, rest his soul, absolutely. He texted me. He's like, "I'm surprised there are that many seeds. It's not a very seedy pepper." I'm like, "I know what I know. I know my truth." This sucker uh, was. Oh man! Oh my god! This guy. What a. Oh, what that that thing gave me nightmares because mm. I. I am not. I am not a. Uh, I have a very tender palate, and uh, and I just don't. Uh, I don't. And I and I have. A, I have a t- tender stomach as well. I just do not uh, enjoy things that are super spicy. I'm not that, that way either. But I that was a punishment. Yeah. Uh, pineapple absolutely belongs on pizza. Sneed is wrong. Okay. Choice I mean, is a double dipper. Sneed his pineapple on pizza's take isn't surprising. When I'm, I am not a double dipper except with family. Uh, my, wife, my wife and I were, uh, were cruising up here, and we got some chicken strips in uh, Palo Pinto last night. Okay. And uh, one of the new uh, gas station Bucky knockoffs. Okay. Can I call it that? Sure. Okay, Bucky I, knockoffs. I, I just did it. But uh, they had I don't a, think they they're had sponsors, a, so we're good. Well, they got there was some express chicken in there. Okay. Yeah. And so we we got a, a little seven strip deal, and we were we were double dipping the the heck out of that gravy. Okay, wife, so you, man. exactly. That's my point. I don't double dip with other people, except for family. Like immediately, uh, immediately, immediate family is where I'll go. So the double people. dipper. That's the uh, the ultimate Seinfeldism. That, that... <laughs> you're a double dipper. What? You dipped. You ate the chip, and you dipped again. It's like putting your whole mouth in the bowl. Yeah. Uh, David says is TNA. That for Nashville on tomorrow? Yes, they are. Yeah. They won't be from here. Yeah. Uh, I believe all our live shows will kick off at noon, but we will, or sorry, our shows from Louisiana will kick off at noon. But uh, TNA will be on starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow, yeah. so you'll still be able to catch them. Um, order to get into the college football playoff agree, or disagree, a Big 12 champ will be in every year. Yes. I, I stated that. And teams who have won... Most Big 12 championships, mainly OU, are gone. Why is it harder now? Blue Bloods no longer matter. Win in the Big 12 and the and you're in the playoff. But what I was saying is it's harder than other leagues. That was the comparison I was well, making. Well, I think you're talking about from, a, from an at-large standpoint because there will be yes. a guaranteed bid from the Big 12. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And there will be a guaranteed bid from the SEC, ACC, Big 10. And then I guess the highest ranked group of five conference. So that's five of your twelve. This next, the next seven will be at larges. It will be difficult for the Big Twelve runner-up and or other teams to to receive an at-large bid. And I think that's where you're coming from. That's exactly where I'm coming from. And uh, yeah, the large part of it is what is going to be so difficult. But you're also expanding to sixteen teams, so yeah. one of those sixteen teams is going to get that. No, it's fine. Expanding to twelve teams. Oh, oh, you're talking about the next Big year, 12, the Big Twelve. Yeah, Big Twelve's got. So the the question I would say is is you know because with the SEC and and ACC and Big or SEC and Big Ten are looking at are 
they're thinking we're going to have multiple teams in this. You know, some might think even multiples and multiples. So, you know, no. six and, you know, we're going to have three him, three SEC, three Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Where are the other ones going to come from? I mean, is is the fourth place SEC team better than the runner-up in the Big 12? Is that what we're getting at? Because right now the runner-up in the Big 12 is Oklahoma State this year. They're they're eight and three. They're eight and four. No, they're eight and three. No, they were nine and three and finished nine and four. Well, okay, so do you take them over a fourth place in the SEC? Well, I don't know that you're going to say runner-up. Tennessee? Say say the second team in the Big 12, which was OU this year. The second team in the Big 12 this year was OU. Yeah, they just didn't play the championship game. Correct. So they were 10 and 2. Would the fourth team be better than OU? Uh, So you're looking at an Ole Miss versus OU. And OU was ranked 12th by the playoff committee, and they would have been left out. They were left out of the New Year's Six Bowls. So Mm -hmm. where are they going? uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Are they going to get No, 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 no. That's not them. Is it Pop? No, they were Pop Tarts last year. I was well. They were in the Cheez It Bowl last year. They're playing Arizona. I can't remember. They're playing Arizona. Yeah, it's actually going to be a pretty good game. Are they in the Guarantee Rate Bowl? I don't think so. If we only have something, sure. Only something we can look up. The dang internets. If we can, we could pull that. It would be amazing. I have like a whole list of bowl games somewhere. But Let's uh, see what we got here. Yeah, see where OU and and Arizona are playing. Uh, this from the chat line choice. That is one of my favorite pizzas. Telling you, okay. I mean, don't don't knock it till you try it, man. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma is in the Alamo Bowl. Oh, duh. Yeah, Alamo. The Alamo Bowl. Yeah. I'm very curious what the uh, bowl landscape looks like next year with the Pac-12 and the Big 12. It's going to be up bowls. interesting. I I think the Big 12 is going to pick up a couple bowls from. Uh, I think you'll different. get three. I think you'll get three of the Pac-12 bowls. I think you're going to get the Sun Bowl. I think it's Sun Bowl. I think you're going to get the Las Vegas Bowl because yeah. your mark's going to push for that. Yeah. And then I think you're going to get the Holiday Bowl. I, I think 100% those, agree with you on yep. those three. I think those are the three the Big 12 is going to pick up. And I, I don't mind I any mad at that. Yeah, I think those are three good ones. San, that Diego, San Diego, Vegas, and El Paso? Yeah. Not, In not that order? Heavy. In that order, hey, you got you got some love for El Paso. I've yeah, got, got an SEC crew going to El Paso this year. There you go. That's actually going to be a good bowl. That, game I was uh, yeah. just I, uh, when I saw that matchup, yeah, I was kind of saddened that I was I'm having knee surgery. <laughs> Had knee surgery. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.